Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. Oh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a great one. Yep. First uh, Super Weekend. First tra- Super Trans-Tasman. Super yeah. Rugby Trans-Tasman. So it whoa, was whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. Super Rugby Pacific. Oh. It's not Trans-Tasman anymore, mate. That was last year. Oh. A little bit like your haircut. It was all last year. Whoa, my haircut's <laughs> looking sharp. It was looking sharp. It's now not looking so sharp. No, I need. I do need a bit of a trim. You do? I, we've got to start the show off with an apology. Okay, go on. I don't know about this apology, but anyway. So, um, last week we spoke about uh, Winter Milan falling off a cliff. Oh, <laughs> Has <laughs> <laughs> he got in contact with you? <laughs> we, yes, he has, yeah. But we got that wrong. Oh, really? He hadn't. It was obviously old data. Uh, old data. Old data. Old data. God. I Sorry. Okay, I apologise. Yeah, Can so I just say that? Uh, Winter, uh, Milan. Yeah. Um, uh, if you really think that I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Harry's got in contact. Yes. It shows. It shows he cares. It shows he cares. So we're going to start with messages from our supporters. Yes. This is from Ben Affleck. Yes. Which I really, really enjoyed. Well, it's the last comment that yeah, I don't like. I absolutely love it. Question for the pod fellas. What were your thoughts on the Super Round? If you could choose any other ground city to host the Super Round, in the future, where would you choose and why? Then he goes on to say, P.S. Toby, just about in the Super Brew Top 5 this week. Never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> Neither he's, did he's I scared. then. It's because he's scared. He's like, oh, here comes Toby. Here comes the Tobinator. <laughs> the Tobinator's hot on my toes. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's a long way behind. So far behind. <clears throat> uh, what do you reckon? What do you reckon of the, of the first? The reason why I like where it is, it's it's just a great complex. You know, you've got um, obviously the the rugby ground. I think you've got the rugby league stadium there, but you've also got like the Rod Laver Arena, so the tennis. You know, it's just a great sporting complex. Yeah, okay. So um, I think the reason why Ben's asking this, and I'm just reading between the lines, I think he likes the idea. Yeah. But the execution over the weekend was poor when it comes to crowd numbers. Oh, crowd numbers were awful. Dross. So what I would say is, and you'll know better than me, Ben, is was that affected because of travel? Is it? I know it's not. Still covid Still COVID. People still worry. But you would imagine that it's a good excuse for Kiwis to come over to Australia for the weekend to watch the rugby and whatnot. I think it's too much of a hassle 
Kiwis are too cheap as <laughs> Kiwis are far too cheap. How did we fork out the money to get all the way over here? <laughs> well, we only needed a one-way ticket, didn't we? We would come back. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I love the idea, Yeah. but I just want to see big crowd numbers. Yes. So Melbourne's an interesting choice because it's not a rugby hot bed. No, it's not. So I think you'd be better off playing... Sydney? Sydney Brisbane? or Brisbane because Brisbane Brisbane Brizzy. <laughs> where's Brizzy. Brisbane <laughs> uh, I think you're better off playing there where, where yes. Kiwis are going to be more likely to come over where there's going to be better yeah, but there's also more things there's to more do. of a, um, a, a rugby base correct in those cities so you'll get people going to naturally support rugby yeah so you have Fuller stadiums. Yes. But you couldn't. I mean, Amy Park, it is beautiful, isn't it's it? It's a nice looking stadium, yeah. but it was just empty. It was empty. And actually, we got another um, email through from the Razzler the Dazzler, who, Did we? as we know, was planning on going to... Did he not go? Got COVID. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> the worst luck ever was his Unlucky email to me. Lucky mush. He was he was gonna he was gonna send us voice clips from their video and everything, and he was so gutted. Oh! And he went on and said, you know why? Why do they choose Melbourne? It's not a hotbed. He, he's mentioned all these things. He said the attendance was really poor, uh, and really, you know, right? I mean, it was it was what I really liked about it also. I like the idea of a stadium or an area being rugby mad for a weekend. You know, it's a great way to get kids involved in the sport, all of those types of Definitely. things. It's a great way for dads to say, oh, we'll go on the Friday and the Sunday yeah. together. Yeah. I think it's great. It just the execution of numbers wasn't, wasn't brilliant. So, you know how they're in Melbourne at the moment? Yes. Are they in Melbourne throughout no. the competition? So all the players... Melbourne, it was pretty cold by all, all yeah. yeah they, they were like, like, this is colder than than Hamilton at the moment, they're all saying. So they're all, go, a lot of them going off to Brizzy and whatnot. I know the Crusaders are off to Brizzy and they're looking forward to the beach. Yeah, but why don't, what, what they should do is have one weekend, one full weekend in Melbourne. Yeah. One full weekend in Sydney. Yes. One full weekend in Brisbane. You know, that sort of thing. You could you could do that, and that would be that would be great for all those stadiums. Oh, it'd be great for all the stadiums, but also you've got those home teams represented. You know, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's actually a really good idea, and I think they could at least, at the very least, they could do one of these in New Zealand and one of them in Australia. So each year, New Zealand hosts. Yeah, a group of games over a weekend, and Australia hosts a group of games on a different weekend. So you have a New Zealand Super Weekend and a Australian Super Weekend at the very least, or or a year goes in Australia, a year New Zealand, yeah. a year Australia, a year New and Zealand. You, as you say, you do you do, and you just go to each <coughs> each centre at a different time or a yeah. different weekend. Yeah. That's a good idea, mate. You're full of good ideas. As we all, every listener out here knows that if there's one thing you can guarantee when you come to the Super Rugby podcast each and every week is you're going to get great insight from Toby Harris. And rubbish chat. (laughs) (laughs) 
Why are you being so mean? And there's only one truth in there. <laughs> <laughs> one lie. Uh, so we got one from Res Desert, but we also got one from Nick. We do. Who he said, love your pod. Read supporter here. And I'm glad the Brumbies bet the Highlanders, mainly because now uh, won't be a continually re- having to read comments saying that Kiwi teams are just the best thing ever. Um, and they, he wasn't too optimistic before the weekend. But after seeing them play, he's quite optimistic. And what were your thoughts from the weekend when it comes to New Zealand v Australia? The thing, the thing was, is that I think with every single team, like game, sorry, it was close up until half time. Yeah, you know the Waratahs were seventeen nil up at one point. The Waratahs. Who the Waratahs? So you play? mean the Reds, the Chiefs. The, the Waratahs, Waratahs played the Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay, the Reds against yes, the Hurricanes. Hurricanes yes. Sorry. So the Reds were 17 points up. The Rebels against Crusaders it was close. were in it at half time. Yes. You know, uh, even the Chiefs game versus the Waratahs, they were in it at half time. Yeah. Okay. So I agree with you. You know, all games, the Highlanders and the Brumbies, both teams could have won that at half time. Interesting. You know, like it was it was yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. But then apart from the Highlanders Brumbies, that's irrelevant now. But the other ones, it was just sort of that almost the last twenty minutes. Thirty to twenty minutes, that's when the Kiwis got a lucky try, a lucky bounce of the ball, or played really well to then get back into the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you you do you do, don't you? You look at um you look at all of those all of those games. Or either side of half time. Yeah. You know, the Hurricanes scored just before half time and then just after half time. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what New Zealand teams do well or yes, have done well they in have the done past. Well in the past. I, I would say I was surprised that the Chiefs were as dominant as they were. I know the score was quite close, but it, it, if you talk about rubber the green, the Tars got the rubber the green at times, and it brought the brought the score much closer. Yes, in reality, the Waratahs were nowhere near as good as the Chiefs. But no, but I would say going forward, I think them playing other New Zealand teams, it's going to be pretty close, as you say. The Reds, I mean, I was really nervous about my Super stats. Oh. 17 nil. I was like, oh no, not again. Got this one wrong. <laughs> I'm carrying on my trend of dropping. Bottom of the table. Here I come. So yeah, I think the Aussie teams have done, will do a lot better this year than they did in, in the past years. I agree. Especially the Brumbies. The yes. Brumbies have got the a Brumbies nice package. could win it. Mm. I, well, maybe not. But the th- <laughs> if, the, if they play the Crusaders like they did on the weekend... Yeah. Like, the Crusaders will get hammered. It was just... Hammered? The Crusaders will get to that. Hammered? We'll get to that. All right, mate. It's over to the Super Brew. It is Are you over ready? to the Super Brew. And it's been a good week for you, sir. <laughs> it's been a very good week for you. Okay, so, um, Leon Loopy. Great round. Ten, Ten points. points. I'm jealous. Scrum Doctor. T-Mac 92. Dreadful. Uh, Baby Rebels, American Blues, Toby Harris, 
Sevaloy. Yeah, you got uh, eight, and a, eight and a half points. Ben Zealand. And then you were there too. Nice, hey, how about didn't, that? Didn't we, we hey, lead, listen. We're leading on. by example. Hang on. Where's Winter Milan? Where's, where's Ben Affleck? Where are they? Oh, oh they're oh, on the second page. Oh, <laughs> unlucky fellas. <laughs> uh, oh, is, the is, log at the bottom again. Is this... Is this where we say they've had a shocker? <laughs> You're falling off a cliff. No. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> that's actually the one. <laughs> that's no. the other result. That's just round. So oh. we've got Winter Milan. So we're going now For overall. the overall points, yes. Winter Milan on top. Only just, though. Ben Affleck there just behind. Jed just behind. Hank the Tank. Bit of a gap. Yeah. Damo. Scrum Doctor. But there's big news. There's huge news, Toby. Is there huge news? Absolutely massive. Coley the Poley is no longer in last position. Yeah, oh, Big Ash. Big (laughs) Ash. Hot on his heels, though, to be fair. (laughs) Big Ash has only been around for one week. (laughs) (laughs) And he's already already hot on his heels. (laughs) He's a late starter. But yeah. So we've got Big Ash uh, bottom, Coley the Poley, then the log, and. Louie. Yeah, Louie. Louie. Jaybird 007. I was relying on Jaybird to really up his game and get above you, mate, because you were fifth from bottom last week. I was low, but now I'm well up. You're well up. You've jumped up. Anyway, there we go, mate. We're over two. No, well, I'm still looking. I'm still (laughs) interested. Razzler Dazzler, here I come. Hey, I'm close. I'm close. I'm almost on the next page. I'm way off. Okay. Breaking news. Breaking news. Kindly supported by Super XV for all your sporting and goods needs. <laughs> oh, I like that. Thank go you. on your first story. I'll go sir. first, mate. So my first story, we actually picked the same story, you know. I like that. Yeah. Um, the New Zealand Rugby Chief Executive, Mark Robinson, says that New Zealand probably won't or doesn't have the facilities to hold another World Cup. I think this is absolute rubbish. I don't know why on earth he said that. He should be backing New Zealand through and through. He's the chief executive. You know, Australia, there's a great podcast called The Breakdown. And I don't mean the weekly podcast, The Breakdown. I mean, it's a like a, it's a series about how why Australian rugby has gone... Downhill. Right, downhill. Right. And basically... They've come and said when they last hosted the World Cup, they they spent the money that they'd made very, very poorly. And the whole thing is they are trying desperately to host another World Cup. Yes, they are. So that they? they can actually use that money wisely. So what really annoys me is hosting a World Cup obviously does cost money. But the implications are is a massive influx of revenue. Yeah. For that Huge. RFU. So <clears throat> what annoys me about a statement is Harry says the new if they want to owe if they want to host it again, they're gonna have to be dynamic. Mate, you're in charge. Yeah. So be dynamic. It's on your, it's on your shoulders now. Be dynamic. Yeah. And actually, you know, host it. We haven't hosted one since two thousand eleven. And you know, obviously we won it. We won the first one. We hosted the first one with Australia. Yeah. It's kind of <coughs> like, you know, come on. I know. I know. And I think I think 
reading again reading between the lines and sort of getting the gist of it is we don't have the facilities. It's a load of rubbish. We don't have the um, capacity. The capacity, uh, stadium-wise, to. But for for what? Well, what, 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 <laughs> how, you know, I know if you go to England or you go, no, but you if can you go get to eighty thousand, but you know what? Who cares? Well, that's the thing. You know, England can draw on football stadiums, can't they? That do hold eighty, ninety thousand people. You know, South Africa can do the same. Um, France can do the same, but we ours is our. I think Eden Park is about sixty odd, isn't it? When it's fully packed in. Yeah, and then you've got is it Sky Stadium now? The Capeton down in Wellington. That's only thirty odd. Yeah, but let's be honest. Apart from your, you know, quarters, your we, quarters, semis, and a final, our stadium in New Zealand is plenty big enough. Now you do have an opportunity with Christchurch to yes, very kill true. two birds one stone. That their stadium at the moment is shocking, and they need a new one. Yes, so kill two birds one stone. Get some funding into there build a fantastic stadium yeah that solves a lot of problems but the last world cup that was held in new zealand was it was a raving success it was wasn't it, it was amazing <laughs> raving <laughs> <laughs> yes what should i You're have right, said though. there sir no i think well, you go right uh, uh, was a huge success huge success sorry so yeah, <laughs> what annoys know. me because we need to be dynamic I know. well be dynamic you're the yeah. boss yeah be dynamic it, start, it starts from the top correct and I think the, the 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 public got behind the last one. They got you know we had full stadiums even for smaller games. Yes, and that's the great thing about New Zealand when they when they held it was that games like Russia versus some other Tonga minnow, or whatever, yeah, were still yeah. really well attended. Definitely, yeah. But all the island teams, New Zealand loved them. But we've also got a lot of Islanders in New Zealand. That's right. So they just pile into those, don't Tongan they? Tongan games, hey. Oh, Huge. You know, there's a sea of red there. So I just think Australia, you know, through all their faults, are getting it right. They're pushing it hard. They're going to take rugby across all the whole country. Well, so they're Australia, trying to really push. Australia are expected to um, hold the men's and women's tournaments. So 2027 is going to be the men's. Yeah. 2029 is going to be the women's. What I'd really like to know is, where is Australia's really true massive stadiums? Now, I know they do have stadiums that give you 80,000. But, you know, apart from one or well, two, there, there Melbourne, was, uh, Melbourne, yeah, I suppose that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, there? but you could pack them into other stadiums. You could pack them into the cricket grounds. You could pack them into the, you know, the Melbourne cricket ground. I'm sure you could convert that into a rugby no, stadium. No, it, it, does, it, does, it does host rugby games. Well, there games. you go. You could, you know, the Sydney cricket ground. Yeah, all right. SCG, Damn it, MCG. be quiet. Stop talking. Adelaide's got you're a right, massive round. You're right, round, you're right. You know, they, and they hold sort you're of still 80. going. <laughs> <laughs> Someone shut them up. Right. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm on a little bit of a... You're on a rant now, I'm on you? a rant, okay. <clears throat> so my next one is, this is what Ian Forster has said, right? Fozzy. Your mate, Fozzy. Foster. Foster. Ian Foster. I always get that wrong, don't I? I loved having South Africa in the competition. Foster on South Africa's Super Rugby exit. So he's coming out now saying that he didn't want them to leave the competition. 
do you know what? What's that, Toby? What do I see in the distance? The ship has sailed. Yeah. Oh, no. See you later, the flying <laughs> Dutchman. Hey? <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> oh, the players quite like going to South Africa, did they? Did they quite like that trip to South Africa every now and did then? Did they like the hard competition did that they, yeah. made us better? I mean, come wow. on. How to be the best, you got to play the best. Correct. And South Africa's pretty much the, well, they are the best at the moment, aren't success they? Success breeds success, mm. you know? And a competition with South Africa in it, yeah, okay, time zones, all right, who cares? Yeah, but they're professional athletes. They get paid Yeah, so it's more of the, it's, it's more the people watching on the TV. Uh, but be dynamic. Be dynamic. Do something about it, right? Don't play it. Don't have it live at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but that's always going to be the case. You could say that about their winter internationals or autumn internationals when they go to is, Europe. I hate people where they oh I didn't I didn't realise how much of a difference it was gonna make. These are people at the top of our game. We've got the chief know. executive saying we're not gonna host another World Cup because we're, we're not dynamic enough. And you've got the all blacks coach going, Oh, I really wish we still have South Africa in the competition. <laughs> Too late, mate. It's laughable, isn't it? It is it's absolutely laughable. Laugh or cry, mate. Over to you. Right. The long-running debate in New Zealand rugby has surrounded whether Bowden Barrett or Richie Moinga is the right oh, man for number you know, 10. Oh, I was going to do the story too. Yeah. Hey? Great minds think alike. <sighs> okay. So right. can, sort of, hey, listen, we've proven something. Great minds think alike and, and obviously completely average minds also <laughs> think alike. <laughs> Below average. <laughs> hey, don't bring Razzler Dazzler into this. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> right, okay, so it goes on to say that since Daniel Carter retired after the 2015 World Cup, there's been a gaping hole. Oh, now, I, kind of, I kind of agree and disagree with us. I, I agree with you, which is odd. I don't like it. It's left an <laughs> awful taste in my mouth. Um, <clears throat> but it goes on to sort of say, you know, Bowden Barrett, at his best, he was he was the best in the world. But he's best still player in the world. Best but player not in the world. Best ten in the world. He still had things. he couldn't he wasn't a great kicker, wasn't a great passer. It goes on to say playmaker, but he's a pretty good playmaker. And then it says Barrett simply doesn't compare to the likes of Carter, yep, England's Owen Farrell. <laughs> And Ireland's Johnny Sexton. <laughs> it made me laugh. Owen Farrell. Ooh, uh, oh, makes me ill. Shall we play him at 10 or 12? He's not good enough to play at 10, but we need him on the pitch because we're playing him at 12. He's injured now. Thank God for that. <laughs> oh, Phil. Um, but yeah, it just goes on to say that sort of both players have have their strengths. But then they have their weaknesses, and their weaknesses are weak. It's really interesting because this made me. This story made me think a lot, which really did, did hurt. It hurt. Yeah, it hurt a lot. But basically, they're saying this article goes on to say Richie Mwang has got it all, but he hasn't done it in the All Blacks jersey. Whereas Bowden Barrett doesn't have it all, but he's exceptional at certain things. Yeah, I think the 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 nuts and bolts of it are is. Carter was the world's best ever rugby player, a lot yes. of people have said. Yep. So no one's going to compare to him. 
in the short term at yeah. the very least. He might be a once in a generation player type thing. So, you know, get over it, lads. Um, Richie Mwanga, he has he been given a proper run out? I'm not sure he has because you've got another guy, Bowden Barrett, who's exceptional as well. So it's real. I mean, I don't, I don't um, feel that sorry for Fozzie, but I do feel sorry for him on this one because you can't be right for being wrong, because everyone's always going to say, "Oh, well, Richie Mwanga does that better," or Bowden Barrett does yeah, that. But you better. could say that about any coach. I think that what comes down to it is they both not good enough kickers. No. So That's you know, the problem with you chuck him the, the ball, World Cup final. Goal 40, 40, 40 meters out, right in front of the post. You wouldn't you, want you, either you, of them kicking. <laughs> you would not want either <laughs> of them kicking, would you? No. You know, you wouldn't be surprised if they missed. Yes, is my point. Yes. Yeah. Whereas you know, if Johnny Sexton, well, maybe not, but Owen Farrell or you know Dan Carter or Johnny Pollard. Wilkinson or Pollard, if they missed right in front, you'd be like oh forty my meters gosh. out. You'd be like, oh, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Very interesting. It's a great story, sir. My last one is just that there's been Jeff Wilson and the Breakdown Group, which is a is a TV show, which does a podcast as well, and they're just saying they're really disappointed with the opening round of the Super uh, inaugural, you know, Super Round. Okay, for all the reasons why we've just mentioned, but I, I think that they're missing the point. Yes, okay, it's the first one. It was held in Melbourne, but I think the idea is. Excellent. Oh, I love the idea. And I know the players did as well. I know the players were really excited for it. And I think the rugby was, um, there was a lot of penalties. There was too much. Well, we're going to get to that. We are going to get to that. But the thing, you know, uh, was that the Crusaders game was after the Brumbies game. And the Brumbies players came out and watched. Yeah, I thought it was great. You know, which is brilliant. I know that they're watching for next week or the week after, but they still got out. And do you they know what didn't I re- just tuck away. Do you know what I really liked about it was the t- the changeover was really quick. Yes. So it was like twenty minute changeover. So yeah. if, you, if you're a fan, you're in the crowd. You then could, you could go to the loo, get some, get another beer, get some hot chips, and you're back watching rugby again. Correct. So I thought that was really well yeah. done as well. Not that there was anyone there to watch, but you know, uh, it's time for the results. It is time for the results. What ones have you got that were were a surprise to you? Surprise to me was the uh, Chiefs. That blew out for me. It was it was close for a very long time. Yeah. But to for me, the Chiefs, I felt like they were always going to win. Yeah, a little bit like the Crusaders. I felt the same with the Crusaders. Yes, so did I. It was well for the Crusaders. It was a matter of time. I was like, well, the floodgates going to open soon, and they eventually did. And they eventually did. I thought the big one for me was um, the Blues. You know, you look at that game and with the Fiji Jura, a lot of people were saying that it was going to be a, a cakewalk. I didn't ever thought that. I think I, that was the one that I got pretty close to being bang on with score-wise. You know, I never thought You're it was right. going to be. <laughs> I, but, but I never. Well, my point is, I didn't think it was going to be 30, 40, 50 points difference. No, 
because I think the Fiji have just got better and better and better. Yes, they have. And this, I think this is the most week. points to score as well. And I think that actually the, that Jura team will do quite well against all of the New Zealand It'll sides. It'll be interesting, yeah. I mean, we've got to touch base on the Hurricanes. Touch base, mate. You know, touch. they scored 30 unanswered points. They did. They did. The Reds scored 17 unanswered points. I thought the points. Reds had it. So gonna, I'm going to go into the reasons why yeah. they didn't have it. Okay. A uh, big game over here was the Saracens versus the Exeter Chiefs. Yeah. 38-22. Saracens did look really good. Bath lost again. Ah, uh, surprise, surprise. Wasps won. Um, and Harlequins, a really, really good win over Leicester. 26-20, which actually shows that the top four is the Leicester, Saracens, Harlequins, the Saints. It's going to be a real race to the title there. Yeah, Saracens are slowly chipping away, aren't they now? They are. And and in, in the super comp, you've got Blues, Brumbies, Crusaders, Reds. Yeah, it's top four. Top four, yeah. Good though. Good. Right, mate. What caught your eye? Chiefs-Tars. I thought this was an impressive performance by the Chiefs in reality. I thought the Tars did well to stay in it. And well, the Chiefs had a lot of injuries, didn't they? A lot of injuries, but what really impressed me was there was a new 12. So they had um, the normal 12 on the wing. I can't remember what's his name. Tapaya. Tapaya on the wing. He played really well on he the did. wing. He's got sco- scored a couple of pies, didn't he? Yeah. Nankaval at 13. Yeah. And some new boy that I can't pronounce you, his name. Do you rate Nankaval? I do. But do I rate him for the All Blacks? No. No, he's a he's a good Super Rugby player. Very, very good. So, and he could do a job with injury for the All Blacks. I think he's a bit of a good Hugh. He's just a bit small for me. And we always talk about we don't need another small midfielder. No, he's very, very good, true. very yep. good player. Uh, so I thought the Chiefs did really well, and I thought the Tars have been impressive. And what I'm going to say, I'm going to wrap this in too. The Tars and the Reds for me, lack experience. And I think they'll struggle with the New Zealand teams, not because of talent, but because of experience. So if we fast forward two more years, I think it could be quite interesting. If this Tars side and the Reed side can stick together, develop, play, you know, over 50 Super Rugby games. I I reckon... Australia are going to have a very good team going forward. I, I agree. I agree. You know, I, I know that the Tars were the laughing stock of Super Rugby last year, but they have rebuilt so well. Yeah. They so, have. So, well. They have. So, uh, my prediction is that the Tars and the Reds, as this competition goes on, they will struggle, but these struggles will really help them next year and the year after. Yeah. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because... I think you're wrong. I don't think they will struggle. No, no. I mean they'll struggle to... Right, result-wise. Result-wise. Okay. Because they, in key situations, will not make good decisions because right. of leadership. Because yes. JOC is out, right, for the Reds. Yep. And he is kind of their maturity. He's their glue, isn't he? So without him, the Reds will struggle to make those big decisions at big times. Well, he's just a good pivot, isn't he? Yeah. And good whereas the Tars, well, they, they're really, they've got Jake Gordon, who's a good player, and he's got a bit of experience. They've probably then got not a lot else. So they have Jamie, Jamie Rob, 
Robson. Dave Roberts, yeah, Jamie Roberts. Yeah. He's a good player for yeah. them with experience. But again, you know, he threw he threw some awful passes. <laughs> he threw an intercept try, I'm pretty sure. Jamie Roberts, he's a good player, but his his days were gone a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I, I was really impressed by uh, the first round of games from the Australian point of view, and to a certain degree the New Zealanders as well, because you know you look at that Highlanders game, they had a lot of players missing. They had all their big players missing. Well, so did the Chiefs. You know, a yeah. lot of a lot of people missing. Mm. Um. Well, what caught my eye? Crusaders. Oh, they were good, weren't they? First half was absolutely <laughs> dross. <laughs> Handling errors was unbelievable. Did you see at half time when the when the commentators had to get a ball and say it's not yeah. slippery? Yeah, it's not wet. <laughs> I don't know what's this happening. Is a normal ball. It was ridiculous. Honestly, couldn't catch a cold. Nah. In Antarctica. What did you say they put on the ball, mate, at half time when I rang and said, "Do they put butter on?" You went, "Nah, I no, put no lube butter." On it. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a cake of soap. Uh, blues. <laughs> Easy win, but there was nothing amazing. You know, Rico Yuani showed a clear, clean pair of heels, you know, when he ran for his intercept try, but anyone could have scored that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't hard. And then you've got Hurricanes. Cards galore in the first half. Yes. A lot of cards. But a lot of stoppages. Great comeback. You know, yeah, they dug comeback, deep, yeah. and especially having two yellow cards in the same half, and then getting back into the game and just chipping away. They did. They ended up doing the basics right. They gave away a lot of penalties at the start of the game, and then discipline Improved. became better, and they got, they came away with the game. Um, Rebels. For me, the Rebels were the biggest disappointment of the weekend for the Australians. And really? The, yeah, huge. I, I I'm mean, not saying, I didn't uh, expect uh, anything from them. No, no, and and we didn't get anything from them. And what I mean is, yeah, okay, the scoreline was was close, and they had a good first half. They didn't though. They offered the reason nothing. why they had a they good offered first nothing. half. The reason why the, that the Crusaders dropped everything. Correct. I but mean, then the Crusaders made some really poor decisions. They made some shocking decisions. I mean, I've never seen the Crusaders play worse. Oh, Eenor. and the Rebels. Oh, in all, <laughs> my <laughs> to goodness. Be for, to me. be fair, he should he should have had a walk and try, huh? but George Bridge passed it the wrong way. Uh, he passed anyway, it to Severino. He would have dropped it, mate. He would have dropped it. But the Rebels offered nothing. Like, the, at no point did I at all feel threatened by the Rebels. Whereas I think in all the other games, I felt that, you know, I, I did feel threatened. You know, do you look at that um I didn't Wellington feel threatened in the, in the Blues game. You didn't? No. No, I probably, I'd be with you on that. Chiefs game, I didn't feel threatened either. No, but <laughs> but they were there or thereabouts. And 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 the 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 Jura had played well. They'd played some good running rugby. The Reds had played some lovely rugby. And actually, I had the Reds to win. And then I saw the teams walk out on the pitch. And Did I went. You, and I went. I'm changing. It yeah, I'm late. changing that. Really? Yeah, because without JOC, I was like, well, there's going to be no direction in this game. Did you get all the picks right? I did. Congratulations. Who, who did you go for with the minor Pacifica game out of the... Because that it would have been... It wouldn't let me. It wouldn't let you. I would have gone force, though. I probably would have gone force, but I think that could be a real yeah. humdinger of a game. I think it's definitely the force not at home 
you play the force later at home, it'll be different. Do we do we know next week's games? I'll look it up, eh? I know that Crusaders have got the Reds, but without JOC, I think that's a that's um that's safe. A bit of a, almost a it's given, safe, is it? yeah. But yeah, I mean the only other thing I would mention, and I think Razzler, the Dazzler brought it up, is the sheer amount of stoppages yeah. that happened. And when you're at home and you can go grab a cup of tea and you've got the video replays and you've got all of that, it's, it's nowhere near as noticeable. But when you're at the game, yeah. you know, it's really long and drawn out. Right. Now, one more thing I want to mention okay. is John Kerwin blatantly listens to this podcast. <laughs> he does not. He, I, I kid you not, right? <laughs> if John Kerwin is out there listening to this podcast, because <laughs> everything that we mention, not everything, but a number of things we mention. About what? About the way rugby should be. He okay. brings up. Does he? The 3,000 you're out. Yeah. He's brought that up. Yeah, good. Right? Okay. Love that. Now, what I want to hear from you. What did you, you steal it from him? No. <laughs> What I want to hear from you is this week, John, you don't need to say, you don't need to admit that you listen to this podcast, but I want you to really push for the referees just refereeing the game yeah. and only the captain can challenge their decision. Challenges. I but don't want to hear. Through, we've gone through the challenges, No, we? they didn't do it properly. Okay. They, let's what do they need get, to change? They need to say the referees make every single decision on the pitch. Yeah. And only a captain can go to the referee and ask them to, uh, you know, the, the, the referees can't stop the game and say, was that a try? They're not allowed. They've just got to say, they, is it a try? try is it not held a try? up, yeah. yay or nay. Is it a try? Did they go out? I think it's a try. Fair try. And only the players can, can challenge. Because the, they, they need to consult the touch judges more. You know, Correct. I know they do. So I'm the, I'm the referee. I'm, I'm going to give that a try. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to go upstairs yeah. now. Well, it's like you know, is it is it <clears throat> is, is it a try? Is yes. It, okay. Was I'll it give differently? It was it differently out? I can't say it was differently out. It's a try. Benefit yeah. of the doubt goes to the attacking yeah. team, and then the players can say, oh, "I want to challenge that," and and they've only got like two challenges a half. I think. Happy yeah, days. I think two challenges a half would be fair. Yep. And if they can't definitely prove them wrong, then they still keep that. What challenge. about head highs? I agree. I don't know. Only players can challenge. So the player has to go over and say, I want that checked. Okay. But let's say I'm the referee and go, right, that's a that's a yellow card. Correct. But then it should have been a red card. Does that is that sort of change no, after the game? The or? referee has to officiate the game. That's what they're there for. We have yes. to get back to this. They are officiating the game. Yeah. And slowing things down, trying to work out whether it's just gone forward, not gone yeah. forward. They, their toe might have just touched the line. Yeah. Okay. The players. More responsibility. That's what they get paid for. It's up to the captains then. If the captains feel quite strongly that it's wrong, they have the mechanism to challenge it. But also, if if that goes back onto the referee's shoulders, they'll become better referees. Correct. Absolutely correct. They're not and, now and, relying and, on that and, fourth and, person and, up and top, they, and they've got an out. The out is for them. Is I'm doing my best out here. Yes. If you think I've made a big problem, you can uh, you can challenge it. Yes. Yep. But at the moment, we're checking every try because I feel like the touch judges are doing nothing. They're doing oh offside, maybe a bit at the scrum. Yeah, and and I think it should be nice and simple for them. If you're in doubt, play advantage to the attacking team. Yeah. Unless you can categorically say it's a forward pass. If you can categorically say, I saw his foot over the line before he scored the try, benefit of the doubt, okay. goes the attacking team. And do you know what? If the if the captains are stupid enough to burn through their challenges, 
then so that's, be it. That's their fault. That's their fault. There you go, John. Sir John Kerwin. So, Sir John, if you listen to the show, I want you to push that. Okay. Because uh, you, you can make a difference in this game. So we cannot. No. So, next week, we've got the Reds versus the Chiefs. Yes. Friday. We've got the uh, Force versus the Blues. Oh. We've got Jura versus the Highlanders. Love it. That'll be a good game. Uh, Waratahs versus the Crusaders. Rebels versus Moana Pacifica. <laughs> That'll be another good one. And the Brumbies versus the Hurricanes. Brilliant. They're, they're all really hard That'll be really games. good. Uh, you know, the Brumbies, uh, Canes, that's, an, that's almost an impossible match to pick, isn't it? But, you know, you think about Fiji Jura versus Highlanders. You think about Rebels versus Moana Pacifica. I know, some tough, some tough hopefully another good round for us. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we're over to listeners' questions. This is an absolute humdinger is it? of a question. Do you want to read it. it? I haven't looked at it. It's come from, uh, yes. I think it's James Curtis, uh, Curtis James. Curtis James. Oh, no, what have I done? Did I delete it? What you did I do? Oh, I've gone all the way to the top. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, if you've deleted it on yours, you've deleted it on mine. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly read it before it deletes. Right, it says, Hi, boys. <clears throat> Love the podcast. Topic for discussion with Anzac Day coming up. Best Anzac team, e.g. Australia and New Zealand players. But you have to have 50-50 split of players for both teams or both countries. So we spoke about this a little bit, didn't we? We so did. Have we gone? No. And now the reason why we didn't do that because I did think. So what Mister Toby had done, the Tovenator, he said, "Well, why don't we just go like one? Is it got to be a New Zealander? Two's? But then all you do is you have like the starting lineups for the Australian and New Zealand teams in those positions. So what I've done, sir, is I've gone and thought, who are the key Australian players? And we're going to start with them first, and then we work back from there. So these are the players that I felt are key Australian players. Okay? Harry Wilson. You've already made a mistake. Right? <laughs> Falau Fainga. Yeah. Right? Michael Hooper. Pooper Scooper. Fraser McWright. Isaac Rodder in the second row. Tate McDermott. Talela Tupo. Samu Karevi. Angus Bell and James Slipper. Okay. So I thought those are all the Australian players who I felt would challenge the New Zealand counterparts. I mean, Tate McDermott wouldn't challenge Aaron Smith. Challenge, not be better <laughs> than. Because uh, let's be honest to say, this is this is the you know most of the time the the Kiwis are going to just nip most of these players, but not all. No. If I was to be absolute honest, I'd say. Michael Hooper yep. would be a starter for me. Yeah. I could have a justification for Taliello Tupo. Definitely. And 100% oh. Karevi. 100%. Yep. But yep. we've got to go 50-50. Yes, we do. That's the question. Right. Should we start off with one? Go for it. Taliello Tupo. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Number two. Uh, we went for Fainga. Okay, so we, yeah. we've basically gone a full front row of We Aussies. have, haven't we? Angus who? Angus Bell. Okay, Angus, I, Bell. Angus Bell young, and I like him. Okay, I think he, I think he's really good work rate. I think with ball in hand, he's excellent. He, he's good. got a great, great drive, um, a league drive, and I think that Australian front row is as good as the New Zealand front row. And you know, may, would Cody Taylor beat 
Fine yes. Yeah. Would um, Joe Moody beat uh, Telela Tupo? Yes. But, you know, it's close enough to to yeah. give it all to Australia. Then we've gone uh, Brody Retellick. We have. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I've gone Isaac Rodder. Now, the reason for that is that frees up another space in the back row because it was going to be um, Harry Wilson coming in there. So, uh, Brody Retellick, Isaac Rodder. Number six. Uh, Artie Sevilla. Now, do you agree with that? Not at six. No. I've gone Hooper at seven and Poops then Peter Cooper. Gus. Peter Gus. Now, you'd, you you'd, were raving about I him, love, weren't you? I love Peter Gus. But I watched him on the weekend. And he, trust me. Nowhere. Mate. He trust was me. nowhere to be seen. Trust me, he's going to be amazing for the All Blacks. Okay. Okay. Now, at nine. Tate McDermott. Now, you could go Smith. Yeah. Smith is a better player. Yes. But Tate McDermott, I like him. And it, it, he'd do a good, a good job at a Kiwi. Got a good haircut. He he would be a really good off the bench for the for the New Zealand team. He would. So we're going to go for him at starting. Yeah. Then I've just start, I've stayed on the fence here, and I've gone Richie Mwanga and Bowden Barrett. What about um, O'Connor? No, no, no. Fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. At twelve, Samu Krivi. Yep. Thirteen, Rico. Now, that's a tough one, but, uh, you know. Who would you put there instead? Exactly. Who would I put there instead? If you've got Karevi, a big ball carrier at 12, you can definitely. Yes. I'd love to see Rico with a big ball carrier at 12. Yep. Him playing outside yep. that. I you agree. Know, just think someone making a little break and then Rico being off their shoulder. Boom. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've, you've gone backline pretty much all Kiwis. Yes, I have. I can't think of any Aussies that would make that back three. Well, you think about potentially at fullback, you could have the big kicker um, for. Oh no, 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 what's no, his name? The, no, Brumbies. What are you doing? We Hodge? don't. We don't. I'm sorry, but what we don't have doing? a kicker in I our team. We do. We've got two. We've no. got. We've got. Um, Who? Will Jordan? No, listen. Kick. Don't be like Severus, that. He can't oh, kick. Listen, we'd have someone on the bench. Richie Mwanga. He can't kick. Richie Mwanga and Bowden Barrett. We're going to pay good money. Are they, We're going to get them the best the coaching that the money same. can buy. <laughs> Bowden Barrett was also on the weekend kicking. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Straight shooter, mate. He's had and he's got a new kicking tee. Thank God for that. <laughs> can I it? just say that he's finally got a kicking tee that he doesn't kick? Because the thing with um, Bowden Barrett was when he used to kick before, his kicking tee would go as far as the ball. His kicking tee was so high, wasn't it? <laughs> So, so he's got a new kicking. He's got a Dan Carter kicking tee. Oh, okay. Sorted him out. So we've gone for Sivarese, Will Jordan, and oh, Taylor see, Clark. I don't rate Sivarese either. I like Sivu. You see what he does, mate. He's magic. He's magic. Who would you go for otherwise? Um, would you go Hodge just as a kicker in there? Or would you just go... Just as a long-range kicker. Or would you go Barrett and put Will Jordan on the wing? I'd I'd probably do that. I'd get rid of Sivu or Caleb Clark. Okay. I just think big wingers nowadays are going out of favour again. No, they're not, mate. They're coming back in. They are. They're coming back in. That who, cross. Okay. Who, that crossfield who? kick. 
Trust me. Okay, so you're saying this is a competition, right? Let's fast forward a year to okay. the World Cup. Okay. Big wingers will be back in. Who who have New Zealand got for big wingers? Caleb Clark. Uh, that's Leicester Fyanuku. Yeah, I rate Leicester Fyanuku. Okay, Caleb Clark, Leicester Fyanuku, and you got the bus. Bus won't make it. He won't make it. I'm Caleb just Clark saying. Won't make it. Listen, I'm just Caleb saying. Clark won't, won't be an All Black again. Yeah, that's because um, Fozzie. Yes, Fozzie is doesn't absolutely like Absolutely terrible. Yes, he doesn't know. He doesn't know where his elbow is. Yeah, <laughs> elbow to his anus. <laughs> <laughs> Big wingers, we back in. Okay. Okay. You heard it here first. Okay. 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 Uh, my question to you, sir. Okay. Or do you want to go your question? I'll go my question here. Who's going to win Super Rugby Pacifica? I think it's between the Blues and the Crusaders. You chuck in the Chiefs in there. I think they've got a genuine chance too. Not the Brumbies? No. I, and I say this because I don't think the Brumbies have got enough firepower to get through a quarter, a semi, and then a final. But you think New Zealand teams do? Yes. I think their roster is stronger. I think the Chiefs have got too many injuries. Maybe, but they might all be coming back at the right time. Maybe. So I think the Chief, uh, I don't think the Crusaders have hands. They've just got stumps now. <laughs> Can't catch anything. No, they've got hands. Just got butter all over them. Butter. <laughs> lubrication. <laughs> they've got some sort of lubrication all over them. Uh, I would still say. I think the Crusaders have the best chance, and I think the Blues are very, very close behind. Yes, I agree. Okay, I agree. In that final, if the Crusaders are playing the Blues in the final at Eden Park, we might be in trouble. Though you know, it's going to be so close, so so close. My question to you: If you could bring back something from the good old days. Of rugby, what would it be? So we're talking about sand on the kicking tees. We're talking about we're talking about you know bit of biff jumpers, the big baggy jumpers. Nah, but the of biff. oranges at half time. Bit of biff. A bit of biff. Yeah, yeah. Ninety nine, Kauai. Love a bit of biff. Do you know what I'd bring back? What's that? Crowd sizes and pitch invasions. Yes. Oh, crowd sizes, hundred percent. Totally agree. I did like the sand. Especially when it's bought out on a remote control car. car. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> what well, I love, they put it on the remote control car and it went over a bump and it spilled it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crowd sizes. Why don't they use the remote control cars now? It's a way better idea. Oh, don't the trainers someone, come on, don't yeah. they, with water? Yeah, water and, oh, make sure you kick it through the posts, Bowden Barrett, <laughs> not to the left or right. Make sure you kick the ball, not the tee. Don't <laughs> shank it. <laughs> oh, can I also just say, going back to what caught my eye, Sonny Bill Williams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I just I've got a good one Sonny on this. You go, Bill you Williams. go. He was just... <laughs> Absolute trite, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. We, in fact, we did a voice call to each other. <laughs> Shall I play my voice call to you? I won't don't, play don't yours. Don't play mine. I no, won't don't pl- play mine. <laughs> I won't play yours to me, sir, but I'll play mine to oh you. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, everyone, I hope you're listening. I might have to turn this down and post. God, it just shows how much we text each other because <laughs> I can't find it. Here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, 
Oh yeah, uh, Sonny. Um, you you um con uh conta conta uh you you boys know what I'm talking about, hey bro. <laughs> So hey, that was all... us, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That was because Sunnyville came on and they asked for his expert opinion, and he oh, didn't know what the word not... he wasn't didn't know what the word composure was. No, it was continuity. Oh, continuity! <laughs> you don't know what it means either. <laughs> it was continuity, and it's literally. I sort of thought to myself, why is he on there? He can barely speak English. I know that I can't. I know that I'm similar. I can't read properly. I can't speak properly. But I'm not getting paid thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, but you're not Sonny Bell. I'm not on television. You're not famous, mate. No, of course I'm not. That's why he's on there. Why isn't he media trained? We need some. Exactly. <laughs> but I just found it hilarious. It was so funny. Um, oh, so, so what was funny. it, Continuity. Continuity. Continuity, so yeah. the funniest thing was for the rest of the weekend every time he spoke he spoke about continuity <laughs> <laughs> i know what that word is now and to be fair he'd obviously had a, someone had, he was embarrassed yes because he was a lot better for the rest yeah. of the weekend yeah. but that was hilarious oh my gosh it was uh, ridiculous, uh, wasn't actually, it? Actually, Toby's uh, WhatsApp to me in reply was even better than <laughs> mine, that's for sure. Very right. good. Yeah, that definitely caught our eye, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did, yeah. Right, mate, we've got the finisher now. Yeah. Don't look the at The end my, of the show don't show. Don't look at my cue cards. So Toby's got three questions for me. Are this just um, quiz questions? Yep, just three quiz questions. Now, the three... Because you know how you went through three teams, or three players. Yeah. I'm going through three teams. Okay. Okay. So my three teams that you need to pick from are the Blues, the Chiefs, okay. yep. and the Hurricanes. All right. Go all New Zealand then, yeah? All New so Zealand. So all our Australian listeners, you just... Uh, you just switch off there, take right? A, <laughs> you switch take, off. Take a break, lads <laughs> and lattices. Well, we are Kiwis, mate. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone knows that. We're not that, biased, we? but uh, <clears throat> anyway, Super Rugby season so, so far. far. Okay. Okay. Who has scored the most tries so far? The Blues, the Chiefs, or the Hurricanes? So no Crusaders are in there? Nope. So we don't feature in this at all? Nope. Have we scored not very many then this year? I'm not telling you. Oh, this I'll is tell ridiculous. you at the end. Right, okay. So Blues, Chiefs, Hurricanes. I don't yep. think it's the Hurricanes. Okay. Uh, it's between the Blues and the Chiefs. And I just think that the Chiefs have scored more tries. So I'm going to go for the Chiefs. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. So the most tries, Blues, 38. Yeah. Chiefs, 36. Yeah. Canes, 36. Oh, thir- sorry. Chiefs 37, Canes 36. The Brumbies are on 36. Yeah. The Crusaders are on 36. Okay. But then you've got the Waratahs on 30. They're the next. So there's like four teams there. Yeah. Before it drops down five times. Okay. You're wrong. Good start by me. Defenders beaten. Okay. You've got the Blues, the Chiefs, or the Hurricanes. Defenders beaten. See, I'm I'm just a Chiefs fan now, eh? Okay. I don't want to give it to the Blues. So I'm going to say the Chiefs. Okay, you're wrong. (laughs) The Hurricanes, 213. Yeah. Chiefs, 202. Blues, 178. 
So the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes, yeah, 113. But the most is Fiji Jura. Oh, yeah. 222. Very good. Yeah. And then you go all the way down into sixth. The Waratahs are the first um, Australian team. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Right. So you're zero from two. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that. <coughs> Can I just say, these are ridiculous questions. You're not even, it's not even like the top. You just give me random. Crusaders well, well, aren't in there. Do you know, I'm not why, impressed. Why, why do I want the... Why would I pick the Crusaders? Why would I pick the Crusaders? So I'm bound to get one right here because it's you know I've got a third. Yes, potentially. Yeah, you got 33 percent yeah. chance. Lineouts one, so percentage. Oh, <laughs> percentage. I'm sorry, you cannot complain because your questions to me were are uh, um, 0.25 of a meter gained. Her carry. No, that was that, that was, was dross. That was Sam. Ca- oh, that right. was dross. It was easy because you were like one person, right? So you were comparing one person. I am comparing teams. Yes. You can make an educated guess. Yeah, well, I'm trying to. Are I'm the failing. Blues at the top of the table? <laughs> yes. Okay, I think they've scored the most tries. <laughs> you didn't pick him. <laughs> right, lineouts one. So the percentage. Blues, Chiefs, Hurricanes. Okay, so I'm going to go for throwers. Yep. And I'm going to think about their throwers. Okay. And I'm going to say that Hurricanes, who do they have thrown? Asafa Amua, good player. Great player. Good player. Yep. Not that good in lineouts. But I can't remember them losing a lot of lineouts, so they're still in it. Kurt Eklund for Blues, good player. He's a good player. And... Is he an outside chance for the um, for the All Blacks? Mm, no, I think they've got they've got enough there, don't they? Um, I think this is really tough. Chiefs, can't, um, oh yeah, got the the New Zealand, yeah, okay. And who have they got? Got Brody, Retallick. Okay, I'm going to go Chiefs. I think they've got a good forward pack and a good thrower there. They're going to go the Chiefs. You're correct. Yes. Well done. Okay, so we've got the Chiefs on 89, Blues on 84.7, and you got the Canes on 82.8. Mm. The best Australian team is the Rebels on 87. Wow. The best New Zealand or the best overall is the Highlanders. Not surprised. On 90. Yeah, not surprised. Because that, 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 that's all teamwork, isn't it? Teamwork makes the dream work, mate. Yeah, and they've got to have a good scrum, got to have a good line out. Yeah. And they, they've done those things really well this year. Yeah. Just haven't won any games. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. I, I feel very disappointed in my own my own performance there. Yeah, and I've, do you know what I've be. done? What's that? I've been like the youth of the world. I've looked for excuses. You have. I have. You always do and when I've you lo- lose, though. <laughs> I've let myself down. I've let my family down. But worst of all, sir, I've let the razzler, the dazzler down. Oh, you always let him down. Although mm-hmm. he lets down himself. <laughs> <laughs> he gets COVID. What are you doing, yeah, razzler, dazzler? Village. No, that well, is what you call village. Good luck. He's on the mend. Yes, he is on the mend. Good man. Well done. Um, right, sir. That's the end of the show. Show it is. So, what can people do to help us? Like, share, subscribe, um, five star review us. Yeah, obviously. And, and you can get hold of us in a, a, a myriad of ways. Yes, which uh, is the email. Instagram, email, the Twitter. Yeah. So our email address: the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. 
our Twitter's are just Super Rugby Podcast, uh, and that's the same for Instagram and whatnot. Yeah. So you can look us up, follow us there. We're still working on the Patreon page. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. Give give me a give me a little bit of time Another to do that. Another couple of months. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, thank you very much for your support. Definitely. The biggest thing you can do is email in, yeah. ask us a question, give us some feedback. Uh, that really makes our day, doesn't it? Definitely does. It does. Until next time. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.